The following podcast contains explicit language, toilet humor, adult themes, dick jokes, gluten, fat, preservatives, and people running with scissors. Listening to this podcast could make a shindig breakout. Maybe even a hootenanny. That being said, it's time for Live, Laugh, Lollygag, your weekly cockamamie game of grab-ass. Now your hosts, Worm and Squints. Good Tuesday night to you. If you're listening live, if not, then just completely ignored what I just said. And to our one listener in Ireland, tap of the morning to you. We got got a listener in Ireland now? Mexico, whatever, same thing. Did you confuse Ireland and Mexico? (laughs) I almost said something extremely nationalist or racist. (laughs) Anyway, thank you guys so much for joining us tonight. Uh, I know that I haven't... uh, put last week's uh, episode on Spotify yet. I'm going to do that tomorrow. So you're going to get two episodes on the same day. For the price of one. For Shout the price out of one. to Chris Harvey. And the uh, the price of that is zero. So if you want to complain about it too much, pay your bill. Here's my thing. People are complaining to me. and about, I get to, About something that I did? Yeah. Like <laughs> my friend Berger every week is like, dude, we're like, I think people think that I'm in charge of the editing and the I uploading. I can put you in charge if you want. Uh, no. 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 Just say that he is. Yeah. Okay. yeah. But right. every time I'm like, screenshot, worm, fix it, bro. <laughs> fix it. Do something. So we have uh, we have Mitch Lang here in the studio with us. He was, uh, I think it's kind of past his bedtime, to be honest with you. Almost. Yeah. It's almost past my bedtime. So he is, uh, he is a family man these days. He's got about 47 kids. I got, I got two. So uh, so before we get to Bogman, there, there's a story that I want you to tell Squints, because I don't think Squints has heard this. Your kid on Christmas. Okay. <laughs> you got to hear this. Thing. All right. So, all right. My son, he wants, he comes to me Christmas Eve because we always open up one Christmas present before everybody goes to bed. Right. right. And so he comes up to me Christmas Eve morning and he's like, Dad, we're still going to open up one Christmas present before we go to bed, right? I'm like, absolutely, son. I, I don't know why you're asking me this, but yes, we do it every year. When have we not done it? He's like, okay. And I find it kind of strange, but I don't think about it. But time comes, and he's like, oh, we got to open our present now? I'm like, yeah. Let me get down up in here. I get under the Christmas tree, and I'm trying to find a present to give him. That's decent. You, you don't give him the real good one. Yeah. You give him a one that's kind of, you know, lower tier. Yeah, I'm going to look through them and like find the book. one. Like, okay, yeah, this is, all right, yeah, we'll give you this one. You know? Yeah. But I'm going through underneath the Christmas tree, and I'm not seeing any of his presents. And I, I am the one that wrapped all the presents and put them under the tree, so I know they're there. Foul play has been involved. And I, I see two presents that has his name on it. One, you pick it up, and you clearly know that it's closed just from picking it up. Right. So that one's left alone. There's another one that it's a book. And you know it's a book because a corner's been ripped off to show that it's a book, and right. it's been left. But nothing else is there. <laughs> all the toys are gone. Yeah. And, and, of course, now my wife was like, well, did you just forget to wrap them? I'm like, no, I wrapped everything, <laughs> and I put it under the tree. Where are they at, Harrison? Did you, like, take them and hide them under your bed like so, like, nobody else would come and take your presents or whatever? And he's like, oh, no, and he just immediately runs to the room. So I'm like, okay, here we go. Horton. I go underneath his bed, and he has opened up every single present. And has stashed the <laughs> wrapping paper and the toy and the boxes of the toy. Like, all the evidence has just been stuffed under his bed. 
And I had like blind rage isn't doesn't describe it. Like I was just so angry because Did you Clark Griswold out on Christmas? I kinda did because it's like, <laughs> listen, as an adult, there comes a point where Christmas is no longer about you anymore and it's just like it's about your kids. Yeah. And so like the only little bit that you get to get that Christmas magic feeling is just watching, watching your yeah. kid open the presents and seeing them get excited. And he took that from me, the little bastard. <laughs> you know what I would have done? See, keep in mind, I am not a parent, but I would have gotten, uh, back in the old days, I would have gotten super drunk and and watched him rewrap every single one of them. Yeah, with one hand. And re- With one hand. With well, one hand tied behind oh, his yeah. back. Up, uphill, up in the snow. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and then redone it the next morning very awkwardly. Well, um, I did half of that. <laughs> I did drink. Nice. And then I took all of his presents and told him that, well, I guess you're not getting any of these this year. That's where the contract for Santa comes from. And <laughs> I, I I did give him back the presents, but I waited until after my birthday to do so. Yeah. So, When's your birthday? January the 5th. So, <laughs> like two weeks. So I made him wait two weeks. I, I made him think that those presents were not his. Like I, He thought that they were gone. That, all right, we'll try again next year. I got a book and some clothes. Look, if you're if you're good by Easter, you can have these. That's a, that's kind of what I was thinking. But but I, I just imagine you standing there just, just having a Clark Griswold rant and just say, you ruined Christmas. I hope you're fucking happy. No, my, my, my thing was, I was like, Harrison, what was your master plan with all this? What was it, the dream scenario? What did you think was going to happen? Did you think that we weren't going to notice? And then, like, you could, like, go out there Christmas morning and be like, oh, I'm sorry, I opened them early before y'all woke up. I tripped and fell and opened them on accident. <laughs> yeah, I think I've actually used that before. I could have shown up and been like, look what you did, you little jerk. <laughs> look yeah. what you did, you little jerk. My problem is trying to find logic to a seven-year-old's mind. You can't. Oh, seven, okay. It's yeah. fucking impossible, dude. Yeah. Don't even try. All right, so so Mitch is the uh, the I mean you're pretty much the producer director everything of uh, the, the upcoming Bogman movie correct and you were on another podcast what was it uh, Friday Thursday something like Thursday that? yeah Thursday. Thursday and uh, and 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 they did like a review of the movie now Squints hasn't seen the movie so he can't really uh, he can't really review it so just tell me uh, so it's it's a it's a Bigfoot it's a Bigfoot movie of, of course. Yes. But you said that the mixture of it is like a mixture between what two things? I uh, the way I pitched it to everybody was it's Harry and the Henderson meets Predator. Oh, nice! Predator yeah. is probably my favorite action movie of all. This time. is this is not no Harry and the Henderson's Bigfoot though. Well, yeah, by no means. <laughs> he starts out very ben- like benevolent, and that's the whole thing. Is like even the woman in the store tries to tell him like if you just leave him alone and treat him respectfully, let him ain't do his thing. Worry about it. And then a couple of jackasses got to go out there in the woods with some guns and and you know try to shoot men. it. That's how a lot of horror movies start out. It's, it's, yeah, okay. That's how a lot of terrible things happen in life too. Can I get a hard copy to watch this? You cannot, but I can <laughs> send you a private link. Okay. Yeah, there's it. a there's a link to. It. By the way, it's really low quality. I don't know if you knew that or not. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm not trying to give away the news. <laughs> like, so, uh, is there going to be like a, a premiere? Yes. Yes. Oh, I'll uh, just wait. I'll wait till then. That was uh, that, that was actually one of the uh, one of the the questions I was going to softball to you. I'm actually talking to on your uh request. I started talking to Flying Heart Brewery. Yeah. Nice. And uh, it's not, it's soft confirmed. It's not hard confirmed yet. I'm supposed to be speaking to him again tomorrow to get the confirmation. Okay. But uh, the soft yes is for March the 4th. Awesome. Over at Flying 
uh, heart. Sweet, because I'm because I, I mean uh, I have I have watched the movie twice since it it's been finished. Now once at the uh, the employee only watching, and then once online. But uh, I dude, I'm so excited for other people to see this movie because I I knew that it was going to be good. Dude, I had no idea that the special effects, the music, the sound effects, and all that like it's fucking legit. And this isn't your first project, right? No. Okay, so how is it just after everything comes together and you can finally just kind of wipe your brow, everything's done, and just look at it? Would you look at it? Yeah. How, how is how's that? What's that feeling like? Describe that to me because I've never, I'll never do anything like that. Um. Well. Relief. Yes, it, it's a lot of emotions. Relief is one. Um. Pride, of course, because okay. I am very proud. And of you should it. be. You should be very proud of this movie because it. I mean, it's it completely over overstepped what I had. Like I knew it was going to be good, but I didn't know it was going to be that good. Well, I, I I really like hearing that. That that makes me feel good. Yeah, absolutely. There's always a lot of anybody that makes an independent film knows that there's a lot of hills you have to climb. Yeah. And in this world nowadays of 4k and 8k like everybody's trying to be like the sharpest most pristine and we decided very early on we were not going to fight that uphill battle like Mm -hmm. we wanted this to have like a 1970s grindhouse i like like, that like like you found a vhs copy of it you know and like the audio is a little jankety at parts and the picture's not not a hundred percent. You see the little specks in the the film grain thing stretching. We yeah. did film breaks in it. You know, I, we wanted it to look like not like all the new like shit a that's like a Rob out. Zombie movie kind of yeah, like a Rob Zombie yeah. movie. Like I really want people to watch it and feel like they were watching like an old nineteen eighties horror movie. Yeah, I'm down with that. Yeah, love that. And it's uh, it's got a good story. The char- the characters in this movie are phenomenal. And you know, you know a lot of the guys that are in this movie. Uh, of course, uh, Morgan DeSalle. Yeah, but he's got a huge part in the movie. And he uh, he dies. Spoiler spoiler alert. alert. Wow, thanks a lot, Mitch. Yeah, yeah, he uh, he, he does. And uh, Frankie Thomas. Yeah, who is also in the movie. Um, who who else? Uh, uh, do you know Damon Adcock? <laughs> I know the name. <laughs> he's, yeah. he, he, How could I forget that name? He's, he, he's in the movie. He was um, also the assistant director in the movie yeah. as well. Yeah. And uh, Brad yeah, it, Castle from Max Porter Provisions in uh, downtown West Monroe. A little plug for you, buddy. I yeah. love you, man. Shout out. <laughs> he, he was like, uh, I, I asked him, I was like, why weren't you at the premiere? He goes, he goes, uh, I, I wasn't able to make it. He was, I was, he was like, did I look fat? I said, no, dude, you look sexy. <laughs> <laughs> how, was, how was Worms acting? Be honest. Honestly, uh, I think everybody, including Worm, was surprised on how well I was very Worm surprised. Did. Was he, was he a, a method actor, or could you actually goof off with him? Did oh, everybody goofed off. Yeah, in the movie. There dude, was, there was not a single method actor in this whole project. Well, I wanted to tell you the only complaint I have so far about the movie is I wasn't asked to be in it. Now I didn't know you then, <laughs> but I do have acting experience and a major motion uh, picture. Dude, set. he brings this up every fucking time. Go, go ahead and tell him what, what you played. An extra. I was now. Did your did your scene got cut? Didn't even make the fuck, Didn't even make the fucking movie. But he talks about I did that. work What's on it. Movie? Uh, the Iceman with uh, Richard Kuklinkis, the contract killer for the mobs. Oh, Michael yeah, Shannon, yeah. Chris Evans. I, I know the case. I don't know the movie, but the movie's the tight. I watched the movie with he all was my like, friends. I stood right beside right beside Chris Evans. He's a very short guy. He's smaller than me. Wow. But uh, yeah, I made him giggle and I ripped my bell bottoms in front of him. <laughs> but super cool experience. Fourteen hours. We got paid. Like $10 an hour and free hot dogs all day. 
Yeah. Wow, they really went all out. So now you know what it takes to get me to be in a movie. <laughs> just hey. a bunch of hot dogs. <laughs> I uh, I can guarantee we can get you a hot dog <laughs> or two. Or three. <laughs> you know there there was a couple of uh, there was a couple people in the movie that that have done acting before, and you could totally tell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Benjamin being one. Benjamin, I I'm not just saying this. Like, dude's fantastic. He's the best actor I've yeah. ever worked with in my entire life. Benjamin career. Gross is his name. He plays he plays Doc. I think it's hilarious that his name is Dr. Martin. Yeah. Doc, Doc Martin. <laughs> I even say that. Doc Martin, you can't leave us out here. <laughs> the, who is the best screamer on uh, on the set? Who was? Oh, easily. Damon. That scream that Damon Adcock does? Uh, bro. Yeah. Um, Who's the best female screamer? Did you have well, one of those? Well, we only had uh, two. F- well, no, we had... Well, there was a few females, but none of them, none of them got attacked. Yeah, like we we kept the ladies out of harm's way, and me out of harm's way, mind you. Yeah, women and children. Well, I'm not gonna say all the children were out of harm's way, but we tried our best to keep all the ladies out of harm's way. FTK, fuck them kids. Yeah, absolutely. So, so uh, Benjamin was uh, was one of the uh, one of the amazing actors on the movie. Also, uh, the lead, Chrissy. Yeah, she was phenomenal. Yep. And uh, very believable, very believable of the role that she plays. She plays a stepmother that the daughter is, well, the daughter can't stand her because it's not her mom, I guess. Yeah. And uh, she plays that role perfectly. Uh, Kyle does an amazing job. I think yeah. it, I think I think his shirts are a little out there, but other than that. I, you know, all those shirt choices were choices that I personally was like. <laughs> in fact, the red shirt, the red and green, like, Hawaiian shirt, that is my shirt that... Yeah. My wife keeps trying to throw away, <laughs> and so I keep on finding reasons and excuses to keep it around. Like during the she movie, throws, she throws it in the trash. You go get it out of the she, trash. Yeah, that happened three different times. And then she tried to, this last most recent. Oh, baby, you gotta stop doing that. She's like, "Well, I was like, well, because Kyle's got to use this for the movie. This is in the movie. This is this is wardrobe. This is prop. I need this. Like You're cutting into my our money here. Yeah. And so like I I bought myself like she's forgotten about it at this point. Yeah. Until or, I break it back out again or for she the next gets, barbecue. Or or she's tired of your shit and tired of hearing you complain. You about should it order like two. a dozen of those, and then every time she throws it out, wait <laughs> this, a week. And this then just... shirt is so uniquely loud. <laughs> it's like a horror movie on its own. Every time you throw it away, it just reappears. Yeah, Chucky, and it, yeah. it duplicates. <laughs> like one cut off one head and two appears. Two more shirts. I like that. So, so uh, if, if you ask Mitch, what's the main what's the main question that I've asked him about the movie? What is the main question that I've asked you about this movie? Um, when is it going to be done? No. When, will there be a Sequel? sequel blooper reel. a blooper reel yes dude because of your jesus christ <laughs> so at, this dude okay. screamed jesus christ so many times i felt like he was trying to provoke him to come down <laughs> and see what's up okay so so there's a, a little nah it's not really a spoiler but at the end of the movie i i walk i walk up to the people who are and still alive a wound. and i see a wound on somebody's dumbass face and and i scream out jesus christ and every single time I would do it, the the look on his face would crack me up. Was dude. that your line, or was that just no? That was that was my what was it? Was that? his line? Was it okay? Like, Jesus Christ, are you okay? But <laughs> it was supposed to be like you know just a simple oh Jesus Christ, are you okay? No. He turned it into a. Holy God, Jesus Christ! <laughs> but dude, every single time I had to do it ten times because I kept laughing at the stupid ass look on his face. And dude. if you watch the blooper reel, eventually, like around the fourth take of us doing that, you <laughs> hear me you go, hear "Bitch, go okay, Warby, quit being funny." Thirty it, no, minutes ago, it's like, no, it's okay, everybody. It'll stop being funny around take six or seven. <laughs> <laughs> 
So if, if anybody wants to follow the uh, the, the progress or, or, or get in when the uh, when the uh, the movie's going to be done or the movie's going to be premiered, uh, where, where can they follow it at? Right I mean, the best way to do it's on Facebook. It yeah. has its own uh, the Bogman movie. Yeah, the Bogman movie on Facebook. Um, that's our main source of keeping in touch. We have got a lot of behind the scenes photos on that. We've got trailers. We got the Boggy Balls beer commercial on yeah. there. Which uh, the Boggy Balls beer? All right. There's, so there's two different versions of the movie out there right now. There's the version that we uh, submitted to film festivals and to studios and stuff like that. Yeah. That's just kind of the bare bones. Uh, hour and 40 minute long version of the movie. Yeah. And then we have a version of it like what we're going to be airing at the premiere and once we actually go to the film festivals and once we release it on DVD and stuff like that, that it's got our own uh, Boggy Balls beer and Stink Ape Ale commercials. So there's stuff I haven't even seen Yeah, yet. Yeah, we've got previews. Well, fuck you, Mitch. <laughs> we've got previews for uh, our teasers for future projects. You know, like we've made our own little opening trailer sequence like you're at the movie theater. Yeah. And then since we're starting out the BCU... The bog creature nice. universe. We <laughs> that went, is a thing, apparently. We went full. We went full, like biting the style of doing like an animated credits at the end with an end scene, and then the credits, and then an end yeah. credit scene. Nice. So, well, I, will I, there be a Snyder cut? Uh, the the DVD cut will be the Snyder cut. Okay. Like, <laughs> uh, we couldn't add more stuff in there if we wanted to, and it like with all that stuff, the previews. The trailers, the beer commercials, all the extra deleted scenes and in credit scenes, you're looking at a solid hour and forty nine minutes of awesome content there. Yeah. So I don't want to put anything else more than that. Like I just don't nice. feel comfortable putting anything more. I got you. So uh, so uh, this may be something you can't talk about, but what's next for you? Uh, well, you know. I wrote two scripts while we were in post-production for the movie. Of course you did. Because, uh, I, I, you know, once, like you were asking about like the feeling, you know, one of the big f things, part of the feeling is, uh, especially if you feel good about it and you get that creative juices flowing, you don't want to stop, right. you know, like... I know a lot of us, whenever we got done filming, we got bummed out because we wanted to go back out to Richards. You yeah. know, every weekend we got yeah. used to going out there. Go so, see Burl. Yeah, and yeah. whenever we couldn't go do it anymore, it was like, well, then what the fuck do we do now, man? And luckily I had editing that I could focus all that energy on. But once I got done with my cut and gave it to Kyle and Daniel to start doing their stuff and gave it to Music City to start doing the sound stuff, Kyle was just sitting there holding my dick. Yeah. And I'm just like... Uh, I had a buddy of mine who just published a book and he sent me a copy of it and I read it and I really, really liked it. And I thought, man, I could probably put two of my characters from Bogman in this and make a character sequel out of it. Yeah. I asked him if it was okay if I did that. He said, yes. I wrote the script in like two weeks, sent it to him. He liked it. And then I posted online, ah, oh, I finished the, the new script. See you madness. And, my uh, Frankie, Frankie yeah. is as a lot of y'all might know is a professional wrestler, yeah, and has done uh, enhancement talent stuff for WWE, and he had just recently done the Superdome, you know, for SmackDown. Mm -hmm. And while he was down there, he was talking to his producers 
about the wrestling movie that me and him have been talking about. And they were like, well, that's a really good idea. Tell him, uh, get us a script and we'll take a look at it. And whenever he saw that I posted, finished the script, he thought that I'd meant the wrestling script. <laughs> nice. So he told him I was done with it. I'm like, All right, we'll send it to us at the beginning of the year. And we'll take a look at it. And I'm like, dude, I haven't even started on that. <laughs> so I wrote that script in six days. I finished it on Christmas Eve and uh, sent it to them, and they sent it off. And I actually got a call from somebody else that I don't know if they saw it from them or whatever. They were like, man, if WWE passes on it, uh, I want to do it. Like, uh, he has his own little – I am not. I can't say too much about it because yeah. there's no contracts yet, but he has his own promotion in the South and has – connections and contacts to get people like Tommy Dreamer and Shane Douglas, Sandman, possibly nice. even Mick Foley. Yeah. Ooh, so, dude, if I can meet Mick Foley dude, over this, I would love a wrestling movie. Dude, if if Mick Foley comes and works on the movie, like mark my words, by the time the movie is done, I will be his friend. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Like, we will be friends. Yeah, absolutely. And by this time, Christmas time, he will be calling my children as Santa Claus <laughs> to wish them Merry Christmas. All right. So so uh, we, we got to take a break here in a minute. But uh, give me a rundown of who you play in the movie, in Bogman. All right. I play uh, Richard Brooks. I am the TV show host for the Chasing Bogman TV show that is filmed in the town that this movie takes place in. And, uh, and let's face it, you were a complete fucking dickhead. Oh, I'm definitely the antagonist <laughs> of the of the movie. I'm the I'm the Carrie Elvis from Twister uh, in the yeah. movie. I'm all about the money. I'm all about the shot. I'm all about getting the the money shot and getting the money itself. Yeah, always wear suits out in the woods. Kind of weird. But. Yeah. It is what it is. I play the uh, the local uh, small town sheriff. I told, I gave him advice. I said, just be like Buford T. Justice. Kind of, sort of. He okay. did. I mean, I'm telling you, like uh, he did a good job. I just, uh, you know, because I, I used to talk like that before I got into radio, dude. I remember you telling me that like I, whenever we were talking about it, and I was like, just yeah. revert back to yeah. it, baby. And, and that's <laughs> exactly what I had to do. Uh, all right. So, uh, yeah. So, follow uh, the Bachman movie on Facebook if you want to uh, be up to date for whenever we uh, whenever we uh, do the premiere. And then uh, also we're going to be doing film festivals yes. in uh, Shreveport. Shreveport, uh, Lake Charles, uh, New Orleans. We've sent stuff out to um, L.A., uh, Brooklyn, uh, Chicago, yeah. Atlanta. About to pay for my own travel fees. Uh yeah, damn it yeah. Okay, I, I don't expect most of us to go to a lot of these. <laughs> all right, but hey, I'm I'm going to every one of them in Louisiana. Damn, yeah, it. of course. Why wouldn't you? Yeah, but yeah, it, it should be a lot of fun. Mitch, thank you so much for coming in, man. Oh, thank you all for I'm, having. That me. was a lot of fun. And uh, if you want to stick around, you are more than welcome. We're gonna talk. Uh, we're I gonna talk some. A little bit longer. We're gonna talk some cereal coming up here in just a little bit because uh, I haven't eaten a bowl of cereal in probably five years. Yikes. Yeah, but we're, we're what do you what do you eat for breakfast? For breakfast, uh, I usually eat a cereal bar. Okay, well, does that count? No, we'll talk all about it coming uh, up. Hang on. It's live, laugh, lollygag with worm <laughs> and squints. She scarfed down like forty two hot dogs. You can't tell me she can't do a little bit of number on my hot dog. Live, laugh, lollygag.
Want to get your merch? You can. Twin City Design slash Lolly Gear. Go get yourself a t-shirt and uh, make sure you send us a picture of it whenever you do. And if you want to be wearing only the t-shirt, then more power to ya. <sighs> Squints, how was your uh, how was your week, man? My week was uh, it was just all right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Hey, How's yours? Huh. Um, wait, before we, we we go too much further, I actually before I get out of here, I have something I wanted to give you. Oh, I'm scared. All right. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, noise. Yeah, we got a uh, got a Bogman uh, poster for you. You can put that up in your in your room at your mom's. Now, uh, I gave one to uh, Worm, but whenever he quit the station, he just uh, left it up there. No, I, I, no, all my stuff was up there. I have it actually in the uh, the back storage room here now. Oh, okay. It's, it's in there. All right. Yeah. Such a Worm thing to do. No, it is not. <laughs> and I can Fucking prove it. assholes. I can no, prove it. no, that was a gift. All right. It was hanging up on the wall. It fell down on the wall, so I put it on the I put it on the uh, the table there, and then. Me, so me and the intern go go to get all my stuff out of the Rock 106 studio, right? I'm thinking to myself, okay, we're gonna need boxes, so we go up to Brookshire's and we get like 12 boxes. Got the guy to help us put them in his truck and everything. We get up there, everything's already fucking boxed. So now we have 10 fucking boxes. Bo- yeah, hey, that we have you know, nothing to do with. You know, the thing about that is, you think, man, I just need to just throw all this shit away or get rid of it. But then the second you get rid of it, you always have like that one friend that hits you up, and is like, "Hey, man, I'm like moving in two weeks. <laughs> you got any boxes? You got any boxes or like, anything?" Yes, man? I do. I, I actually do. just threw them away, <laughs> <laughs> fucking five minutes ago. Yeah, it always happens. That Where way. were you then? <laughs> <laughs> so you, uh, you actually, he just gave you a gift. You got me a gift uh, early or uh, middle of last week. I did. So I come in. Uh, actually, I, I'm out running some errands. And I get a text from Squints. He was like, he was like, hey, uh, where are you going to be in about? Uh, or I'm, I'm on my way to the station. I said, okay. So he said, I got you something. I was like, all right. If you want to wait 20 minutes, I'll be there. You know, you can give it to me in person. He's like, no, nah, I got other shit I got to do. Okay, which cool. I didn't. I just didn't want to wait because <laughs> you're an impatient fuck. Yeah. So I get there, and sitting in my chair at my desk is this uh, this uh, uh, this stuffed Homer Simpson. It's about three Subway sandwiches tall. Yeah. So I, I, I look at it, and uh, it's got some stains on it. What kind of stains? It's I don't know. It's just old stains. I got I guess. it from a thrift shop. <laughs> <laughs> so take, I, take your pick. I, really could be anything. So so read read everybody the conversation that that you and I had because I know your response to me after I said what I said cracked my ass up. Mm, let's see. Was it on text or Facebook? It was Facebook. Okay. Uh, why in the hell did you get me a dirty Homer Simpson? <laughs> it's like two stains on his white polo. <laughs> Okay. So and what did you, what did you say back? Almost immediately, I was probably typing this response before you even hit send because I knew I know you. <laughs> I said, "Wow, your thumbs may be broken, or maybe your keyboard is messed up." Because I could have sworn that message said, "Wow, thanks, man, for thinking of me and getting me a crusty Homer Simpson that I could use a bleach pen to get the stain out of his T-shirt." <laughs> At least you knew that it was a crusty Homer Simpson. Oh yeah, it was three dollars steel. <laughs> but however, I am going to clean it up and I'm going to put it up in our new studio whenever we get it built. Bleach. What? I'm reading the rest of the conversation that I can't say. And the, yeah, you can. Why not? Thank you, buddy. You Where'd him? it come from? First West Baptist Thrift. And you saw it and thought about me, LOL? Thanks, man. Sonk. Sincerely. Yes, I actually did. <laughs> I can't say that word. Oh, yeah, yeah, you can't. Yeah, you can't say that You're word. You're in the back seat. You're in the back seat. All right, so uh, I was a huge cereal eater whenever I was small, uh, as a young tyke, if you will. Uh, I ate cereal probably twice a day. I was a twice a dayer, and I I went through a phase of probably four or five different cereals being my favorite, and 
I think with, um, I guess me just getting older, I just keep forgetting to buy cereal because How do you I haven't eaten that. I, I just haven't eaten cereal in a really long time. What's your favorite? Golden Grams. Mitch, what's your favorite? Cookie Crisp. Wow. Golden Y'all are going to not like my list then. Okay. All right. So so you, ma- I, I told you to make up a uh, tournament bracket. A tournament bracket of cereals. Now, these are your favorite cereals, yeah? These are some of the most popular of the 90s. Okay. I didn't. These some of these I don't like. My fa- my favorite is not even on here, mind you. So I did a, a one through fourteen because there's just too there's way too many cereals. There's going to be a little bit of debate. There's going to be a little bit a little bit of a uh, what's the word? Con. I don't know. I can't think of the word. Too many drugs in the twenties. <laughs> Here's but, the thing. I don't think there really is a bad cereal. Uh, no, there's at, a bad cereal. The the yes, there is. Like, there's a fucking terrible cereal. I mean, raisin we'll, grams we'll those. are pretty bad. We'll, right. we'll we'll get to those here in just a little bit. So your first uh, now you did give first round buys to two cereals, right? Two cereals now. A little biased, but they were the first two on my Google search. Uh, coolest cereal or best cereals of the nineties. Okay. Cinnamon Toast Crunch is number uh, my one, number one seed, okay. CTC, and uh, Oops All Berries is number two. See, I don't even remember Oops All Berries. What was that? Uh, it was Captain Crunch, but it was just all berries. Oh. You know, you had the little little, yeah. little things that would stab you in the roof of the mouth, a little orange. Yeah. The, Both yeah. of those cereals has have stayed on uh, the top of our refrigerator for multiple years. Are blueberries the same thing? No. No. Okay. No, no, no. They will turn your shit green, though. <laughs> True story. Live that that journey. All right, so your eight and nine seed go up first. It's uh, Fruit Loops and Reese Puffs. Now I gotta I gotta say I'm Both a huge fan. Delicious. I'm a huge fan of uh, of Reese Peanut Butter Cups. Huge fan. I I am too. If you have if you have not noticed by being in my car, however, I was not a fan of their cereal at all. So we got Fruit Loops on a route. Yeah, we got Fruit Loops in a route there. Moving Hands on, down. classic eight nine matchup. All right, so uh, eight and nine, a Lucky Charms versus Kicks. That's a four thirteen matchup. Okay, is it? Yeah, four thirteen. Kicks is clearly a thirteen seed. Uh, I was not a fan of marshmallow cereal. Really, never was. We have an upset. We have an upset there. Wow. Kicks is going to beat uh, Lucky Charms there. Really? Okay. Yeah, I'm. I'm just. I don't know. It's just something about marshmallows and cereal that doesn't really mix well to me. Um, a number five and number two. That's twelve. Twelve. Okay, cut off there. So that's why I couldn't see it. Uh, Apple Jacks, Rice Krispies. Rice Krispies. I'm gonna have to go Apple Jacks. Apple Jacks was probably my second favorite cereal of all time. And I got a, uh, I got an upset there. I got the 12 seed over the five with Rice Krispies. Uh, what I would always do is I was put, I put some sugar on top. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I mean Rice Krispies. Rice, cri- yeah, Rice Krispies without the sugar was kind of pointless. Because then you have the, the sugar milk that you could drink yeah, at the end. Yeah, absolutely. And, the, and the, the snap, crackle, and pop. How you gonna How you gonna just throw that away? Yeah. Good point. I, I mean, mean I, I liked Rice Krispies. Snap, snap crackle, just, pop, and Mitch. Stick but, with your selection. Don't let me sway you. Just <laughs> no, know no, that you're, you are you're, wrong. No, you're not gonna sway me because Apple Jacks is my fa- second favorite. Apple Jacks is dog dick. All right, so. Uh, a number I don't know what number these are 710 uh, Fruity Pebbles and Cookie Crisp I was more of a fan of the the chocolate cereal really than the fruity cereal so I gotta go Cookie Crisp there I didn't like Fruity Pebbles because I didn't eat them fast enough and they got really soggy see I like soggy cereal I'm, I'm one of those weirdos which Cookie Crisp is basically you're just eating a bowl of cookies Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you, but you can't you can't uh, duplicate that you can get Chips Ahoy and yeah. try it, it no, trust it me I've tried it stone several times not. All right, so you got uh, number what here? Three and fourteen matchup. Now Rice Krispie treat cereal—that's balling. It is. That's for those hard cereal kind of yeah. guys. And Count Chocula. Now, I know what you're going to say. 
Okay. What do you What do you think I'm going to say? You're going to go Count Chocula. I am not. That's where you're wrong, sir. Wow. Uh, Rice Krispie Treat cereal, however, is the bomb.com. Now, I like Count Chocula. I like any kind of – but I, I'm also more of a fan of uh, the chocolate pebbles instead of the fruity pebbles. So Ooh. if you would have had the uh, the chocolate pebbles there, I would have said the co- – co- 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 uh, uh, Shit, what are they called? What are the, 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 the chocolate – Cocoa Crisp. No. Cocoa Krispies. Was it Cocoa Krispies? Uh, no. It was the chocolate pebbles. It was pebbles, but it was chocolate. Yeah. Fruity yeah. pebbles, but it was chocolate. What was it called? Cookie. No. Uh, uh, it, it does not matter. That it's not on the but list. But we know what we were talking it does, about. Yeah, it doesn't, doesn't matter. I'm going to go Rice Krispie Treat um, there. Um, now, if it was a mascot matchup, count chocolate all day. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, right. absolutely. So, uh, what number are these? Six and 11. Six uh, belonging to Tricks, uh, Silly Rabbit. Tricks are for kids. I'm still a little pissed off that the... Uh, that all those kids were being assholes to the to the rabbit because all he wanted was some fucking cereal, and then Cheerios. And eh. if you would have said Honey Nut Cheerios, oh, I, I left them off for a reason because that would have been a very close call. Yeah, for Honey, honey Nut Cheerios would have won if it would have been Honey Nut Cheerios, but regular Cheerios, nah. I got. I'm go pretty tri- pissed though. I got to go tricks. Tricks made the all the shapes. They're yeah. just one shape now. Are they really? Yeah, they don't have the little individual shapes for well, each that's color. Fucking stupid. Yeah, everybody's got to be sim- same, same. All right, so round number two, we got Cinnamon Toast Crunch versus Fruit Loops, and it's not even close. It's not even close. Cinnamon Toast Crunch. <laughs> yeah, ha- hands down, Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Gentlemen, yeah, uh, yeah, I have to get to the TV station at two a.m. Oh yeah, yeah, have fun with that. Yeah, have fun, man. I look forward to seeing it. Uh, Good to see at, you, buddy. Uh, keep me in the loop. I guess Warren will keep me in the loop as yeah, well. Yeah, absolutely. About, uh, what was it called? The Bre- Flying Heart. Yeah. Yeah, so that's uh, that's not set in stone yet, people. Right. soft maybe. Yeah, soft maybe. <laughs> Be good, Mitch. All right, so cinnamon toast crunch in a route there. I like Fruit Loops are Fruit Loops are the tits, but cinnamon toast crunch. Are you is... more of a fruity guy or a chocolatey guy um, for cereal? Neither. I was I was like a honey guy. Like you think about it, honey nut Cheerios, Golden Grams. Okay. Also, also liked uh, Honeycomb. Was it was a, I was well, a big I left fan honeycomb of those. Out. Yeah, mm-hmm. you want to talk about some fucking mascots? That mascot was on crack, dude. Yeah. All right, so uh, round number two uh, matchup: Kicks versus Apple Jacks. Were you? I gotta go Apple Jacks. I was okay. a huge fan of Apple Jacks. See, I got Lucky Charms and Rice Krispies. Complete opposite. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. All right, and I'm then going Lucky uh, Charms, dog. Oops, all berries and Cookie Crisp. All right, now that Mitch is gone, uh, Cookie Crisp is dog shit. <laughs> uh, oops, all berries ain't even close. I see. I've never had Oops, all berries. Have so you I can't had say Captain it. Crunch? Yeah. You know the little square yellow things? Yeah. Take all those out and just have the berries. No, I'm good on that, bro. No, I'm good. I'm gonna go Cookie Crisp. Cookie Crisp was good, man. It's good oh, cereal. Okay. All right. So uh, the last, uh, the last quarterfinal is uh, Rice Krispies, uh, Rice uh, Krispie Treat cereal, and tricks. and tricks. I gotta go Rice Krispie Treat. Yeah, I'm going. I'm going tricks, same route. Tricks was a good cereal though. I just like Rice Krispie Treats because I, I love Rice Krispie Treats like just the regular snack. But yeah, absolutely. The cereal was just like it was hard, but it would like the milk would make it just soft. Yeah, yeah, and it's mm. just like eating a rice krispie treat in in milk. All right, so here we go with the uh, the semifinals: uh, cinnamon toast crunch versus apple jacks. I gotta say, dude, this is a close one for me. Is it? Yeah, it is. This is really really close. Is it, are we about? Are we headed straight for the the path of always agreeing on something? Maybe we might. Um, if I had to choose between apple jacks and cinnamon toast crunch. God damn, it's going to hurt me to say it. Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Okay. 
Uh, as do I. I have Six Cinnamon, Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Crunch. Uh, again, not even close over Lucky Charms. Yeah. Uh, Ab- Apple Jacks is probably my, my my third favorite cereal over or right under uh, Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Now and if we're doing dry grams. cereal, just eating, you know, as a little snack. Oh, Apple Jacks all day long. Oh, I was watching like Days, uh, was it, uh, days of Our Lives yeah. with my grandma. <laughs> Apple Jacks in one she of those old milk. Tupperware bowls. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So last semifinal, moving on to the final Cookie Crisp versus Rice Krispie Treat. I gotta go Rice Krispie Treat there, and I and I gotta say I'm a little upset that you put all the uh, the heavy hitters on the top of the chart. Well, I had to, yeah. But in the uh, in the finals, I'm sorry, homie. It's gonna be Georgia against TCU all over again. It was always you. It was always Cinnamon Toast Crunch. So uh, Cinnamon Toast Crunch wins. Now uh, Squints made this list. I think I may make Squints a list next uh, next week. Okay. By the way. I'm glad we just wasted the the, the listeners uh, 20 minutes just to, to just to shit on every cereal and say cinnamon toast. <laughs> no, no, we're, is- we're, no, no, we're not done shitting on cereal. Believe me on that, because uh, there's a lot of dog shit cereal out there, and we're going to talk about it as well. Uh, so stick around. We're going to take a break. Whenever we come back, we're going to talk about the other side of the cereal spectrum: dog shit cereal. Adopt us. Live, laugh, lollygag. Your weekly cockamamie game of grab ass. Your hosts. Worm. I already got a whooping daddy. And squints. I used being gay as lube to masturbate in high school. Yeah. That happened. That happened. <laughs> Live, laugh, lollygag. Thank you guys so much for uh, for listening. Apparently, uh, we're having some problems with the uh, with the app, but uh, I've got people that says they're listening, so everything should be good, I think. I, I couldn't pick up the station on my phone either. so Maybe it was just know. us. Maybe it is just us. You are correct on that. So uh, hopefully you guys are, uh, are listening live. And uh, we've been talking about cereal for the last 20 minutes for whatever fucking reason. And we just had a, a tournament of champions of cereal. Of course, Cinnamon Toast Crunch uh, was the winner uh, by both of us. It would yeah, be super cool if you know someone came in with like a big, gigantic trophy bowl yeah. and we could eat some Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be awesome. Because yeah. you haven't had cereal in like five Dude, years. Dude, I haven't had cereal in so long. Like, like I, stop, I stop every morning and get a cereal bar. Doesn't count. It, but it, it is a a Golden Grams uh, s'mores cereal bar. I'm gonna bring you a box of cereal next week. Awesome, do that. I, I would I would love that. Get and your I, own milk. I will eat it. I will eat it during the show. I'll bring milk too. Awesome, cool. So yeah, let's uh, let's do that. And uh, so we were talking about good cereal. Now there was some dog shit cereal too. Like the I special remember, edition stuff. Yeah, or or you you'd go to like your aunt's house or your grandmother's house and you'd have to eat her cereal, the cereal that she liked, which usually. Let's face it, was absolute dog shit. Say it was your, usually say your least favorite. No, uh, on three. Uh, hang on, I, I gotta think the uh, the name of it. Okay, one, two, three. Raisin Bran. Uh, mini wheats. Frosted mini wheats, dude. No, no, no. I'm not talking about the frosted mini wheats. Those were okay. Uh, I'm talking. Uh, so it wasn't mini wheats. It was. I guess it was just wheats. They were like twice the fucking size. They were the size yeah. of like a. Of like a, I don't know, a chicken nugget, if you will. They had the same consistency of a pack of ramen noodles. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's like it's like I took a piece of uh, of wet wood and just bit into it. You know, uh, it was the worst fucking cereal ever. You just unlocked a core memory from my childhood. Okay, uh, my grandma's was like the hangout for all the grandkids. You know, where while all the adults were yeah. working, this was like you know f- four to seven grandkids hanging out, and I forgot that I would always sneak into her uh, cereal bowl. And I, or a cereal cabinet, and I would get the frosted mini wheats, and I would get these. It was usually like the big ones. Yeah. So I would literally get my teeth and just bite the side with the frosted, <laughs> and put the rest back in no. the bag. 
Yeah. What a shithead. Yeah, yeah. What a shit ass. My cousins you were. all sucked. So. You were a total shit ass as a kid, weren't yeah. you? Yeah. So yeah, the uh, the mini wheats and the frosted ones weren't terrible, but I think I think it's just the frosting that made them made them bearable. It was just it was just like biting like I said biting off into a piece of wood. No thanks. A uh, raisin bran was pretty dog shit too, mainly because who the fuck puts raisins in anything? Were you as a kid? So now that you're an adult and you have a kid, but back when you were a kid, did you think if you saw like the off brand generic cereal? Oh yeah. Like, uh, I, I, nah, I didn't really ew at it. I'm just like, why don't we get the regular? It tastes better. Okay. But now I'm like, it literally tastes the fucking same. Yeah. Yeah. The the big bag, the huge bag that's like that's like uh, four times as big as a box of cereal. Yeah. Yeah. Now, um, I will say that the off brand of Apple Jacks did not taste like Apple Jacks. Okay. You got to get the original Apple Apple Jacks if you want the the full experience. If you are will. you a fruit guy in your cereal? Um, depending it, on what it just cereal. it just depends on what it is. I do know that I'm not a fucking marshmallow guy. I don't like Lucky Charms. I don't like any of that shit. Not a fan. It's so, just that the, the, it makes the marshmallow slimy. Yeah, yeah. No fucking thank you. So what would you rather have in terms of just the most generic, just bland cereal? Uh, Frosted, not Frosted, not Cheerios. We forgot about Frosted Flakes. Yeah, Cheerios. I was a huge Frosted Flakes fan. So Cheerios, you got uh, Corn Flakes. Yeah. Mm. Rice Krispies. You got to pick one of those with some strawberries. Rice Krispies. Rice Krispies. Okay. All day. Because Rice Rice Krispies kind of sort of had a taste to them. Bananas or strawberries? I I don't think I ever had strawberries in cereal. I had bananas in cereal. Can you Uh, have that? I could back in the day. Can you have strawberries? No, not anymore. Oh. No, those little seeds will tear my asshole a new one. Well, technically my small intestine. But anyway, so, yeah, I, Raisin Bran was dog shit. Also, um, like I said, anything with uh, with marshmallows was terrible. I, I just had a thought that came across my mind. Um, you ever? Hmm. What? You ever gotten the, the fun-sized candy bars and tried to make cereal out of that? <laughs> Does not work. At all. I can tell you've never smoked marijuana before <laughs> because I've tried that so many times. Like, maybe this time it'll be good. But no, uh, Frosted Flakes. So, so a, a little fun fact about Frosted Flakes. Do you know who the voice of Tony the Tiger was? James Earl Jones. No. So, think back to 1996, 1997. Think about watching WCW Wrestling. All right. So, think back WCW Monday Nitro. Right. And uh, think about the guy. Scott Hall. No. The guy that would come on every week. And Gene would, Oakland. No, it would be the guy that was on the road. His name is Lee Marshall, on the road with Lee Marshall. Yeah. Do you remember that guy? No. Let's see if I, if, if I can get his voice through the microphone here. But, of course, there's a fucking five-second ad, so hang on just a second. But Lee Marshall of WCW was the voice of Tony the Tiger, had one of the greatest fucking voices of all time. Here's him interviewing. Here, let me take you a little bit onto the inside of WCW. People want to know about the syndicated programs that we do the WCW Pro Show, the Worldwide Show, WCW Main Event. Well, you hear from time to time about WCW being great. That's true. We go to the Universal Studios and we tape a lot of the programs. A lot of the matches that you see are actually taped at these WCW events. And one of the men calling the action, and most of them is my colleague Bobby the Brain Heenan. Bobby, let's talk a little bit about. Yeah. So Lee Marshall, actually the voice of Tony the Tiger, that guy made buku money. I'm sure. Not not from WCW, but being Tony the Tiger, 
Yeah. I bet the royal- royalties from that were stupid. Oh, yeah. I'm sure his family's still getting royalties. They still play Tony the Tiger commercials. Yeah, if, if I had that kind of, if I had to- Tony the Tiger money, I would have a their great tattoo all, <laughs> like a sleeve of Tony the Tiger. I would, I would literally tattoo myself like a tiger. Yeah. Yeah. Just a walking tiger. <coughs> so what was your favorite after, after cereal milk to drink? I'm confused by that question. Are you saying do I? Are you asking if I drink the milk from the bowl? Yeah, never. Really? I do now. I'll throw. My, I'll Why? Throw my, Why did you not drink the milk, Squints? I was. I drink milk with my spaghetti. I drink milk all the time. You drink milk with fucking spaghetti? What As kind of kid, psychopath are you? But I didn't like the. I liked straight up milk. I didn't like my milk to be tainted with a cereal dust. Milk and cereal was balling, but the actual just the cereal milk. Dude, I feel like I don't even fucking know you sometimes. But now I'll get the Cinnamon Toast Crunch milk and dump it in my protein shake. Wow. That's a little treat. I feel like I don't even know you, dude. That's fine. So you didn't drink, you just you just put that milk, that perfectly fine, delicious fucking milk, down right down the sink. Down the drain. You ought to be ashamed of yourself. But what I do now is a life hack. I eat like four or five bowls in one sitting, so the milk is just gone by the time I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> or I have a dog, you know, my dog will drink it up. Of course. Do I, drink, I, I eat, I can eat probably pretty much almost a whole box of cereal in one sitting. I, I probably could too these days. Yeah, definitely. Did you did you have one of those bowls that had the stupid ass straw on the side? No, have we seen were those? poor. We, uh, we, uh, those were poor people bowls, are you kidding me? Well, my, my, no, we didn't have those. <laughs> no, 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 no. Probably my favorite after after cereal milk to drink. Honestly, Frosted Flakes, dude. It it made some badass milk to drink afterwards. Now, let me let me tell you the worst thing about eating cereal though. Whenever you 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 pour your cereal and then you look at the milk and there's only like that much left, so you have to save the fucking milk. You ever been down so bad you you don't have any milk? You don't you can't you're too drunk to drive to the store or you just don't have the money to go. Don't get tell milk. me you use water. You ever use water? I have not. You ever use beer? <laughs> no. Oh, I've used beer and cereal. You've eaten fucking cereal with beer, bro. I've eaten some bad things. Tell me about them. No, we've we've talked about. Some What's her name? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's beer and cereal, bro. I got I got an uncle that eats uh, that eats uh, mustard on ice cream. I swear on everything I love. I hope the FBI is listening. <laughs> Monitoring his house. Uh, my kid, my kid tried to put. Now keep in mind that my kid posted a meme earlier this week about um, the people uh, something about people who put uh, ma- uh, ketchup on ma- on macaroni and cheese should be arrested or something. My kid had some soup and tried to put ketchup in his fucking soup. Was it tomato soup? I don't care what it was. <laughs> it was some kind of soup. And I and I told him, I said, you are not putting fucking ketchup on that. But it's good. You, listen to me. You are not putting ketchup on that. I refused it because I even brought up, I even brought the meme that he posted. You put that in your bowl. You you pack your stuff yeah. and get out. Get, get, go, go, go ahead. Put that ketchup on your soup. You're getting your ass whooped. <laughs> Have you seen that guy? On, that guy on TikTok? Yeah, <laughs> you go 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 and do it again. You are gonna get your ass whooped. I'm a I'm gonna fill you in on some or the listeners in on a little treat that I or a little tip that I had to learn the hard way. Uh-huh. Um, how how big a bowl could you eat in one? Like if you get like a big. Um, so my favorite my favorite bowls were the the bowls of, bowls. Yeah, butter bowls. Yeah, the bowls that butter came in. They were tall. They were big. I could fit a big ass spoon down in so there. What you don't want to do is if you don't like soggy cereal, you don't want to you don't want to. You want to do like a regular bowl. You don't want to just put like half the the bag in the bowl. 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because by the time you get to the end of it, hey, your mouth's going to get – I got to take a break. Yeah. Well, My see, well, see I, I was always I was always the type where, I like, I would like, like, mixture of soggy and fresh cereal. Dude, it's the perfect. It's the perfect combination. I like that first big crunch. Where I let, yeah. I have to have the milk or the cereal completely submerged. Oh right? yeah, me too. Like, like I'll, I'll push sit it there, down. Yeah, I'll sit there five minutes nice. doing that shit, and then I'll get that first, and I get the big stupid obnoxious tablespoon, <laughs> and I'll I'll just put the whole thing in my mouth, giggity, and it's that first crunch is just so good. But as an adult, I will say, uh, my biggest pet peeve is having a mustache. Yeah, or a beard. It, yeah, milk's, it does. Milk's yeah. all going all down my beard, and yeah. then by the time I'm done, I got to dry it up. Milk beard. Yeah. You gotta go wash your face and shit. I'm a slurper as well. <laughs> I can't eat cereal around people. They will really get mad. I am a slurper as well. I'm gonna eat a bowl of cereal next week on air. Let's both do it. And I'm gonna let I'm gonna let the viewers see how how much they're gonna hate me. <laughs> you gotta go Facebook Live while you do it. I've done that. All right, so so uh, what kind of cereal are you gonna bring? Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Yeah, cinnamon toast crunch, the champ. My ninja. All right, so that's going to be happening next week. Uh, we still got a whole other hour of the show to do, though. We got to take a break, and whenever we come back, we're going to talk about something. I don't, I don't know what yet, but it'll be something. I promise. Live, laugh, lollygag. Your weekly cockamamie game of grab ass. Your hosts, Worm. Oh my God, they're being so cruel to these kids. And Squints. I was six. I was watching Invasion USA with Chuck Norris. Mm-hmm. She wouldn't let me go camping in the backyard, <laughs> so I said, "Okay, bitch." <laughs> I dragged my mattress in the living room, and I, I, I lit a campfire in the middle of my, my bed. <laughs> yes, uh, Squints was quite the deviant. What are those called again? Uh, those back twos. Back twos. That's a awfully long back two. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I mean, I, want, I wanted to get the whole thing because the whole thing was funny to me. We need to get some new ones. Yeah, I, I need to. I dude, that's just I got so much shit to do, man, and not enough time. <laughs> maybe I can get the. Maybe I can teach the intern how to do this shit. Yeah. I think you'd be pretty good at that. Yeah, then he can pick what he thinks would be good. Uh, yeah, not, not just what I think is funny. Back twos. Yeah, yeah. Maybe maybe that's something I'll I'll teach him how to do. Teach him some Adobe Audition. There you go. Make that happen. Anyways, it is uh, Live, Laugh, Lollygag. And um, I got to be honest with you. Uh, I have been so fucking busy this week that I haven't even thought about things to talk about on this show. Well, <laughs> what a coincidence! <laughs> so you've actually uh, you've actually uh, went on an adventure today with me. Okay, yeah, we went uh, we went and uh, and tried to sell some ads for Throwback One Hundred Two. We did. I gotta say, you did a great job. Okay. What I mean, do you, do you not believe me whenever I say you did a great job? I mean, it wasn't really much to to really. Dis- it's just just talking to people about ads. It's, yeah. it's, I didn't know how much we could talk about on the podcast what we were selling. No, I mean we're just selling ads for for Throwback One Hundred Two and the uh, and the possible radio station that's starting in uh, in February. What's that called? Can't talk about that just that's, yet. That's what I was. That's at. the part we can't we can't talk about. <laughs> yeah, can't do that just yet. Uh, we'll be dropping the news about a uh, brand spanking new uh, station to the cluster uh, coming up here in the next week or so. Super so. pumped about the mascot that I, I brought up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I think it's going to be killer. That station will have a mascot, and uh, I'm not going to say what the mascot is just yet because that might give away the station. But I uh, but I, I'm telling you, this guy is full of ideas. I'm an idea man. He may be an asshole sometimes, but he's full of ideas. But yeah, I, I just want to say you did a fantastic job. On Appreciate that. that. Uh, I even snuck in a haircut. Really? Yeah, yeah. You, you, did. you, you yeah. were there. I yeah, don't know. You, you tell me. I, I I was saying something about getting my getting my my beard trimmed, and then Squitch jumps in there and gets a haircut. Oh yeah. 
<laughs> a on sneak, a sneak attack here. On the house, too. Shout out to Parker. Yeah. Yeah. But all those good guys down there at Edge's uh, Barbershop over there in uh, downtown West Monroe. They actually had power today, which yeah. I was very, I was very, uh... now, um, I feel, who... like, I feel good right now. Yeah. The haircut always, I think that's why I just told you on break, uh, I had, I had like a sudden burst of energy. Like revitalizes you getting a haircut. Getting a haircut. I mean, I'm growing my beard back out, so I can't really do much about the, the, the scruff right now. But, uh, anytime I get a haircut, like I just... Parker did a slam job. I've oh, yeah, never absolutely. used Parker. I've always used Corey or Zach. Yeah, and yeah, uh, Parker, I was like, Parker's just as good as they are. I was like, Corey, uh, Parker, just make me look good. And he struggled with my double crown cowlick back here. <laughs> I know he did because he bitched about it for twenty minutes. <laughs> but uh, did I looked in the mirror when I got home and I'm feeling myself, and that's Slamming. that's very rare. Yeah. So, uh, so you gonna take some flexing uh, pictures tomorrow with your new haircut? Oh, after I go to the gym in my new gym shorts? Yeah. Oh, great. He got new fucking gym shorts. I did. Everybody's going to see it on Facebook. Guarantee you that. Now, um, your your mom is a very nice lady. Your mom, your mom is one of the best people on the planet, to be honest. Where are you going with this? I'm going to tell you where I'm going to go with this. Now, my mother as well is also a very good lady. Oi. Hey, buddy. How you doing? I'm good. Yeah. I heard beard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah uh, the best beard in the building. Uh, Mr. Chad Phillips back here. Now, um, my mom is also a great person. Um, there was a lot of uh, of really really good moms back in sitcoms back in the nineties and eighties. I was just going to ask you, like, who do you think? Now we've done best dads. Yeah, we, we, I was about to say we've done best dads, but we've never done best moms. <laughs> okay, so so the, the number one one you think about Vivian from Fresh Prince. She was she which was one. A, Light skin, dark skin. And it doesn't matter. They were the same character, technically. No. <laughs> they were the same character, technically. I prefer the dark skin Vivian. Well, I, I agree with that. Yeah. But, I mean, the actress has nothing to do with it. I'm talking just, just the, the, the vibe that the mom puts out. <laughs> mom puts it. out. You know, I, I, I would say Jill Taylor was a great mom. Jill Taylor's my favorite. Yeah. She, she was on up there. Um I got to be honest with you, this might cause some controversy, and a lot of people may think I'm a piece of shit for saying this because this woman's been canceled, but I don't give a shit. Roseanne, Roseanne. Barr was a great mother. On that show, she she, she she didn't she didn't let her kids get away with shit, but she acted, she acted like she didn't care, but she really did, and she was a hard ass. And I think Dan Connor was the perfect... Uh, the perfect like yin to her yang on that, that show. That fa- you could relate to that family a lot Absolutely. more. Absolutely. Or at least I could. Yeah. Um, who was the? Who would be? I'm gonna name a show, and you tell me who the mom would be. Okay. Uh, how many moms were on Saved by the Bell? Not many. Uh, Zach Morris's mom. I don't ever remember seeing. I, I only remember seeing the school stuff. Did, did they ever? They meet did. you ever meet their parents on the show? They they were they were there sometimes. Uh, I'm gonna have to look that up. Uh, I guess so. Yeah. Lisa Turtle's mom. She could get it. Yeah. Uh, Peg. Uh, Peggy Hill was one of one of the worst fucking human beings on the planet. Peggy. Ooh, Peggy Bundy. Peg Bundy was was a terrible mother. She as was. was Al Bundy. But, but oh, so we're oh we're talking. Okay, I get what you're saying now. What? Five minutes into the end of the, the the act. What the fuck? What do you think I was talking about? I'm thinking about looks. Oh, looks. Oh, looks. Oh, hell yeah. Let's see. Uh, now we're talking looks. You gotta go. We can talk looks and you know motherly qualities, I suppose. Huh. Looks. Well, they didn't have any kids, but they were a couple on TV. Leah Romini from uh from King of Queens. Yeah, yeah, she was the hotness, but they didn't have any kids. What about uh Mrs. Winslow? Uh, I mean, uh, good mom. Good mom. Yeah, yeah. Carl as well. 
their kids were fucking annoying, and then Urkel's a little annoying ass. But other than that, not sure um, my mom, but uh, Gina. Damn, Gina. I like me some. I'll, Gina I always now. thought Pam was hotter than her, though. Oh yeah, yeah. Pam, Pam was, and the way the way Martin cut her down, I'm like, dude, she's hot. What are you doing? She was a smart ass bitch, though. I guess this is what I get for kind of throwing, kind of softballing you a question right there. <laughs> uh, there there's got to be one out there that we're just completely fucking missing of hot moms. I can find that real quick. I mean, Lois Griffin could get it. Just being honest. she got a big nose. I'm down with that. Yeah, yeah. You know me, Marge. Nah, her fucking voice. Always I love her voice. Me. I don't like her, her hair. hair. Her I hair. I can deal stupid. with the yellow skin, the blue stupid hair. Yeah. Can't. Wearing the same fucking clothes every time. I mean, I would get tired of taking that long-ass green dress off, just to be honest. just depends on what those cans look like, to be honest with you. Um, Jill Taylor was definitely a good-looking lady. Um, I'm trying to think of, like, really hot moms in shows. Well, I just pulled up a 40, 40 best TV mothers. Okay. <laughs> N- name them off to me. Roseanne's 40. Uh, Looks-wise, no. Great mother, though. Uh, some TV show. All in the Family. Uh, Ed Bunker. No. Oh, okay. Here, here's here's one that I. Uh, okay, so I have a strange attraction to this older lady. Okay. Okay. The mom from that '70s show. Oh yeah. I don't know why. She's still she's still pretty. Yeah. the The voice would get me, but she was also a, she was also a drunk and a great mother, as well. Um. What else she got over there? TV moms as well. Oh, I'm sorry, movie moms or no, I guess no, just, just just TV. Soprano is TV. I, I don't know what else. Oh yeah, one yeah. of the worst moms ever. Yeah, but she was still pretty hot though. Who? Tony Soprano's wife. I'm talking about Tony Soprano's mom. Oh God no! Oh God no! She hated was, She was the fucking worst. I hated his fucking daughter too, but she was still pretty hot. Oh Willow. Yeah. Yeah. Willow. Thick little Sicilian. Yeah. Never even touch. Every bit of that. Every member of that family I've got you like a fish. Blackish, never watched that. The Adams Family, of course, Morticia. Oh, Morticia. Adams. By the way, Morticia, uh, Catherine Zeta Jones as Morticia made me fucking drool, dude. Yeah, she should have played Morticia a long time ago. Jessica Walter. Did you ever watch uh, Arrested Development? No. You ever watched Archer? Yes. She was Archer's mom. I don't guess I've ever seen what she actually looks like, though. She looks just like Archer's mom in the show. <laughs> <laughs> like they, made, they modeled the cartoon after her. Really? Yeah, she just passed last year. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, uh, you're saying a dead lady looks hot when she wa- when she was alive. She was hot. Partridge Family. How can we f- forget about the Brady Bunch mom? Dude, I never watched any of those shows. Like, I did just the like, grandma's house, man. Like the 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 70s. Like, oh my God, we're all so happy. Shows. No, thank you. Get that shit out of here. Um, you know. Oh, oh, uh, uh, American Dad's uh, wife. I hate her. Uh, I'm not okay. really big into that show. This show kind of sucks. Really? Yeah. You like American Dad? Malcolm in the Middle's mom. She sucked. Yeah, she was she, she was a fucking horrible person. <coughs> Excuse me. I've never, uh, I still have not watched all of Breaking Bad. I think I watched one season. But I do know his wife. His wife sucks awful, balls. Yeah. What is what is it with all these shows, these terrible fucking women that play in these shows? Male writers. <laughs> All right, woman's going to be in the show. She's going to be an asshole. All right, next. We did, so speaking of uh, women, and uh, this is actually a good bridge point. Yeah. 
We did go and uh, meet a couple of uh, amazing women at a business today. Yeah, absolutely. And we're considering having, uh, well, I spoke to them uh, after we left, and they both want to be on the show. Okay. Uh, I think, because one of them's got a just absolutely incredible sexy phone voice. Yeah. And But she's a little shy, but she's very well-spoken, and she's, I think she would be good to come on and just talk about some certain things. Yeah. Uh, I'm not, I don't want to put too much information out there, but she could really help us out for, with a, from a male's, kind of like uh what was that old nineties? Uh, Doctor Ruth. Yeah, we could ask her stuff as from a from a man's point of view. Yeah, sex questions to a woman because she owns a business that has to do with that. Yeah, so I and, think that would be really cool. And to plus, have her. I asked her today. I was like, "Look, I think like I call them weirdos, but I mean, apparently they call them just regular." I stopped customers. you as soon as you said, I was like, yeah. dude, whatever you, <laughs> they, they ain't nobody in here weirdo, I promise." But you know, the, you get these guys that come in and buy like rubber feet. I'm sorry, dude, that's fucking weird. Well, that's weird. She's not gonna call anybody weirdo because well, they're I, giving her money. I, I'm just saying the strangest, the strangest occurrences that she because she's been in this business for 15, 20 years. Yeah. Surely she's had some good stories come through. She's one of the most non-judgmental people. She I've really ever met, is. And and I love her to death. And, and she's she's a super sweet girl, and uh, she's she's been around for a while. And I I kind of just want to get her on. Okay, she she owns a sex shop. Yeah, we can say that. That's yeah. fine. And uh, I, I want to get it. I want to get her on the show just to kind of see, you know, what, what the uh, what the business is like. We have questions, yeah, not just for about the business, but also her being a woman, yeah, a very strong, independent, powerful, beautiful woman. Yeah, she's also she's also and she like six foot. She's like six foot two in heels. Yeah, six three maybe. Yeah, and uh, she's just she's a Wonder very Woman type, beautiful. Got her shit together. <laughs> yeah. Now yeah, the she- other girl. Uh, no, it sounds like it sounds like I'm gonna say the other girl doesn't, but no, the other girl is just uh, she was very uh, well spoken, very easy to talk to. She was trying to pitch things on me to uh, buy, which I was just making <laughs> conversation. But she was yeah. very, she's a very good worker, and she's uh, what, what's the 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 chick that said she looked like and talked like? I got nothing. The from the two waitresses TV show. Oh yeah, uh, the two broke girls. Two bird girls. She's like the. She girl. was also on uh, on Wandavision. She was on Thor. Thor. I can't remember her name. But she's got huge cans. Yeah. Yeah. This girl's. Uh, she's got a, a goofy laugh, and yeah. she's very easy to get along with. I think she would be pretty cool on the show as well. Yeah. So uh, yeah, they, just bring they both. They can't up. both be here because someone's got to sell sex stuff to people in town. I'm sure they close, right? Not right now. They don't close at all. They do, but like by the time oh, yeah. we do the podcast. Yeah. Good point. I'm sure they have other employees. Hey, can you guys work on Tuesday from 8 to 10? <laughs> That'd be cool. Yeah. So we can go be on a podcast and do fuck all for about two hours? We can get a, a panel of women on the show. <laughs> Yikes. Ew. I don't know about a panel. Probably not the best idea. I told the the owner of the shop, I was like, I'd love for you to come get on the hot seat. But I think if they both came, giggity, uh, we would we would be on the hot seat. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Asking me questions I know nothing about. Yeah, be a fun time. Anyway, where is the clitoris? Where is the clitoris? It doesn't exist, and where is it? I need to know right now. So yeah, we're gonna we're uh, we're gonna talk to him about about possibly doing that. I've always kind of sort of wanted a female on the show every now and then, but I don't I like I don't really know of anyone that would want to come on the show and not be annoying. Does that make sense? Because we've had we've had females that have wanted to come on the show before. Yeah, but I know for a fact. One of them, one of them, you like, like, like you and her vibe well as people. Me specifically, yeah. yeah. And but as your beliefs and her beliefs would not mesh very well <laughs> at all. Mic. All right, hang on, let me let me mute the mic. <laughs>
Yeah. Pass. I would I would love to have her on here, but and and to be honest with you, I would kind of love to hear you and her fucking argue over this well, shit. Bring her, get her on. Do do, do like a, a different woman every week. Well, not do a different woman every week, but bring a different woman on every week, or just a different person. When is uh when is when is there like a Women's Appreciation Month or something? All of the time. <laughs> <laughs> What's uh when's Breast Cancer Awareness? When's that? I mean that's that's kind of that's a woman thing. Let me look it up. Well, my phone's over there charged, and I can't look up shit. Women's Appreciation Day or Month. Day or month. <laughs> uh, that would be in March. So that's coming March, up. Yeah, we're gonna have a different woman every uh, every night in March. That'd be pretty cool. I want to have your mom on again. I want to have your mom on the show again. Sorry, he gave me this really really fucked up look whenever I said that. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Leading up to uh, the Women's Appreciation Month, I think we should get like a different woman every week. Yeah. See if you can see if you can set that up. Yeah. Or you want me to set it up? I got it. Because it's not like I I don't have seven thousand fucking things going on right now anyway. Yeah, I got that. <clears throat> okay. Well, good. All right. So we're gonna take a break. Whenever we come back, uh, we're gonna talk about some stuff. Hang on. Live, laugh, lollygag. Your weekly cockamamie game of grab ass. Your hosts. Worm. Why can't I just find the number to fucking Walmart? There it is. And squints. I've been in like seven group messages over the last couple of years, and I've seen every one of my friends' penises. All right. So, Live, Laugh, Lollygag. Uh, thank you guys so much for uh, tuning in tonight. Of course, uh, <clears throat> you can get our gear right now uh, at Twin City Designs slash, uh, I'm sorry, Twin City Designs dot com slash lollygear get yourself a t-shirt and uh let us know that you got it and we'll post you on our facebook page and shit uh worm here with you that's over there Ew. so uh we are talking comedy movies now and uh you know there there are certain movies out there that we think are just screaming funny but they didn't get the credit that i think they really really deserved okay to this day to this day so i'm gonna get you to give me your list of underrated and then we'll do overrated if and you i'm want gonna next guarantee you, you haven't seen Three of them. Okay. Okay. One, two. Yeah, I'm. A, I'm gonna bet you've seen just two of them. Okay. All right. What you got? Now, give me. Give me five, four, three, two, one. Number five, Your Highness, and Highness is spelled H-I-G-H. Like. Oh, spelled. okay. Uh, this is a James Franco and Danny McBride movie set. It's a timepiece. I've heard of it. It's. It's very. It's. Uh, if you know those actors, it's pretty much like all their movies. It's very goofy. Okay. You'll see a. You'll see a dick or two. Um, it's, it's, You'll it's, see a dick or two. It's funny. Uh, one of my favorite scenes is a minotaur. If, of course, it's, it's like uh, Lord of the Rings and wizards and stuff. Um, but there's a minotaur, and uh, Danny McBride uh, kills the minotaur on accident because he's he's got this new sword. Well, thanks for ruining it for me. If you're I not decided to watch it, it. I know I your might. track record. Anyway, he chops his dick off and wears it. <laughs> wears it like around wears. his neck. Yep. Oh, okay. Sign of good luck for the kill. <laughs> Most people do teeth or a head. Does a dick. Um, number four, year one, Jack Black and uh, what's his, what's his shit? That was actually my number six. No kidding. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Michael Sarah. Yeah, Michael Sarah. Yeah. I, 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 Dude, for some reason, every single time I watch that movie, it feels like I, I watch it for like three hours. It's one of those movies I put on for background yeah. ambiance, just when I'm playing on my phone. Yeah, but it's a great movie for sure. Um, it's it's got a good story, and it's it's got its moments to where you're like, I wonder if that really happened. Right. <laughs> All right. So what's your number uh, three? And I'm big on movies that have like several cameos of people. Yeah. Oh man, those Paul Rudd's in the movie. Yeah. 
Um, number three, uh, I'm assuming you've seen this one for obvious reasons. Uh, Tenacious D and the Pick of Destiny. Absolutely. Great movie. It's a great well, movie. I mean, if Dave Grohl's been in it, you know I've seen it. I think it's severely underrated. I, I really do, too. I, I think the music from the movie is also very underrated. Uh, again, cam- I'm big on cameos. Tim Robbins is in it. Uh, yeah, a lot of people cameo. A lot of musicians. Movie. Yeah. Um, Idiocracy, number two. I bet you've never seen it. I've heard of it. I don't think I've ever seen it. Mike though. Judge's uh, best movie. Was it Mike Judge? Mike Judge. Awesome. Okay. Um, it's basically where we are now, or <clears throat> where we're immediately heading. See, I uh, see. That's that's where that's why I said I've heard of it because people have have said that before. It's I'm I'm it's spot on, dude. Okay, I will have to watch it. Then. Welcome to Costco. I love you. Then the quotes are just the, the quotes are insane. Uh, Cheeto Cheeto uh, has said this a couple times, but uh, what what's the quote? Um, Brondo, it's got what plants crave. Watch the movie, you'll get it. But it's, they're, <laughs> I was they're, like, okay. They're in the future, and Terry Crews is the president of, of the United Dude, States. Anything Terry Crews is in is His amazing. His name's like Hector Camacho Rosilio something ass kicker, and he's got like a long, long flowing hair, and he drinks and shoots guns, and he's it's just it's hilarious. Of course he does. All right, so what's your number one? My Cousin Vinny. Great movie. I haven't seen it in a long time. Marissa Tomei actually oh won God, an she Academy me Award. Drool. Marissa Tomei has always made me drool. So yeah, that's your uh, that's your underrated list. I was listening to uh, sports radio today, and they were talking uh, bright and early this morning about my cousin Vinny. Dude went back and back and rewatched it. Said it's a garbage movie, and I was furious, gripping my steering wheel. <laughs> Should have called him. Like you don't know anything. I'll step. I'll jam my thumb through your eye. You <laughs> stupid radio guy. <laughs> so um, I had to do six because I couldn't just do five. Wow, I didn't know that was an option. <clears throat> yeah, it was. Uh, I just didn't tell you about it. Uh, my my number six is of course year one. That's what I told you earlier fantastic movie if you guys haven't seen it it's a little long but it's definitely worth it um my number five euro trip okay have you ever seen euro trip yes i have it's also lots of uh lots Penis. of cameos no it's lots of cameos xena uh, warrior princess is in it yeah she is uh and uh there's also a deleted scene of the girl's boobs in the movie apparently that doesn't uh that doesn't excite me anymore like it would have <laughs> anymore okay yeah okay and also, that's where uh, Scotty doesn't know that feeling and me do it. That's where that song came from as well. Okay. And I, a lot of people think that that's because Matt Damon plays the lead singer of the band, but it's not actually Matt Damon singing that song. It's not actually Matt Damon's band. Uh, que- uh, number four, which I think is just an, a hilarious word in and of itself, The Dictator. Good movie. The same guy that did Borat. Yeah. The movie makes me scream laughing. Is that... Where he, uh, he slams into the window. Yes. Uh, dude, I'm telling you, you put a f- well-placed funny dick joke <laughs> in a movie. I mean, you know, a, a lot of guys are like, oh, I don't want to look at a dick. You put a well-placed Hilarious. dick in a movie, I mean, it's going to make anybody laugh. What was the uh, the movie where the, the dude's running through the mall in slow motion? <laughs> yeah. Uh, the Watch? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, that, uh, also another, if you if if you didn't like Borat, you're probably not going to like The Dictator because it's kind of that same kind of style. But uh, it was it's the same guy that did uh, that did Borat. Uh, number three, The Goods, good movie. You ever seen it? He's talking about <laughs> Vietnam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the uh, it, uh, apparently uh, Will Ferrell wrote most of that movie. The cast. Yeah, the the cast and the guy the guy that plays uh, was it Red something Ready. Jeremy. Uh, oh, uh, it's Jeremy P- Piven. 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 Yeah. Asshole. Why is, why is that dude not in not in more movies? He, he he's one of those on a clickbait article. He kind of burned a lot of bridges. Uh, Did he? Hard to work with. Okay. 
because he's a fantastic actor. It was a great part for him. Yeah. Uh, what was the name? Don Reddy. Yeah. Don Reddy. And the girl, the uh, the the girl in the movie is pretty hot too. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, Ed Helms is also in it Dude, from uh, from the Hangover the cast in the Office. Head to Toast uh, is really good. And yeah, I, and I mean, I, it was one of those movies where you you look at the cast, you think this is going to be a fucking box office smash, right. but it never it never was. It was just Jordan sticking me. his stupid face in here. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the, you would look at the cast, you would think, okay, this is going to be a number one box office hit, and it never was. Um, but I, I I thought it was personally funny that Ed Helms was in a man band in that movie, not a boy band. A man band. Man man. So my number two um, is, okay, so this movie did very well in the box office, but it didn't do as well as I think it should have. One of the most quoted movies of all time, in my opinion, Life. Oh. Eddie Murphy, Martin Lawrence. So many good quotes from that movie. Why you got to say nasty shit, Ray? Because I'm, I'm a nasty, nasty mother. motherfucker. That's why. I, no, he said, he said I, I shit on the motherfucker what I do. <laughs> <laughs> when I was working in restaurants, I would always tell the new people, if you want to go talk to these black cooks, quote some life. Yeah, absolutely. They'll get you'll, They'll love you. How about I eat your cornbread? My mom loves that one. Also, my number one, hands down, it's so fucked up that this movie did almost nothing in the box Major office. pain. No. no. That's also a good one, too. Mm-hmm. Grandma's Boy. Again, the cast. Yeah, the the cast of that movie was top notch. And, the quotes. And, yeah, the, the quotes from it as well. Uh, what's his name? Um, shit. Uh, the race car bed guy. Uh, and uh, he plays the the guy roller skates and and shit. I can't think of his name. Terry the, from Reno yeah. Ones. I can't think of that guy's name right now. It's uh, somebody will text it to me. I'm sure. But uh, I just thought of another one. Whenever you said restaurants, <clears throat> waiting. Yes. Yeah. Severely underrated fucking movie. And if you've never worked in a restaurant, watch that movie. It's just like that. <laughs> Literally just like that. Uh, so so that's uh, our, our underrated list. We're going to do overrated next. Now, I, I'm going to take a break, and we're going to come back and do overrated, cause, uh, mainly because I've only got uh, like two down right now. <laughs> but uh, I mean, dude, the, the, and and it's not even not even just comedies. Like, there's so many movies out there that you know have a cult following. That I mean, Pulp Fiction didn't do that well in the box office. It's just a cult following. It's the same same way with the Labyrinth was also a cult following. Office Space, right? Fantastic movie. Didn't do that great in the box office, but a lot of people are keeping it going because it's well, it's it's a cult classic. Um, so we're going to take a break. Whenever we come back, we're going to talk about the most overrated comedy movies, and I'm probably going to piss a couple of people off, to be completely honest with Me you. Me too. So we're going to talk about that uh, coming up. Don't go any- Live, laugh, lollygag. Your weekly cockamamie game of grab ass. Your hosts, Worm. Uh, I, don't, I don't remember. Uh, 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 what was it? Um, and Squints. I had to kick a guy out for having a, a, a massive erection. Said, hey, man, I tapped my shoulder. Said, hey, we've got several women complaining. It's all about safety. You want everybody to have a good time. Um, and he turned around and he goes, I don't have time for this. And his uh, his dick uh, through the sweatpants touched my belt buckle. <laughs> Love it. It is Live, Laugh, Lollygag. We're talking about uh, comedy movies. Now, we talked about underrated comedy movies. Now, it's time to piss you guys off and tell you our top five overrated comedy movies now uh as we've been doing uh squints uh you want to give your uh, your top five then my top five um so what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna read you a list of what a professional critic had to say now are you talking about goliath.com is that the one you're talking about damn it okay so i i was i was gonna read that i, I we can uh, okay let, let's go through our list first 
Let's go through our list first, and then we'll read through this. As any relationship clearly dictates, communication's key. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I, I've literally, I've got the same one uh, right here. And I don't, I don't, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, I do not agree with half of this. I, I don't agree with it either. But we'll, we'll get to that after we after we get through our list, because this, this list is fucking stupid. So your number five is what? You didn't make a list, did you? I was going off of this for that reason. Okay, well, Jesus Christ. Okay, I'll give my top five. And then I'll give my top five. And then and then you, we'll we'll go through this together. Okay. Okay. Well, we'll do it all together. Well, I can do number five right now. Okay, what you got? Number five, Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. That one's on my list. Like I'm not going to tell you where. Like it was. It was cute. Dude, there there is literally only one part of that movie that I fucking laugh at. When Uncle Rico throws that steak and knocks him off that fucking bicycle, I laugh every time. But other than that, the tater tots in the pocket got me. I mean, it, it's it's quotable. It's quotable. But the majority of it's just fucking stupid. Once you get past that, it's kind of like Full Metal Jacket for me. Once you get past that first thirty minutes, I'm just kind of you know, with yeah, the end of it, it's kind of random. Whatever. I mean, it's you know, but I'm really hungry now. Ugh. And then it's it's one of those movies I think I hated more because everyone started doing like the most unfunny people you know started quoting the movie all the time just like just like the fucking Borat what is it no I love Borat no I love it but everybody started yeah, yeah very nice very nice me like no uh, I I uh, yeah Napoleon Dynamite was like, was like that for me um, but it, it, it's on my list but it's it's up a little higher. <laughs> Then on yours, uh, do you want me to do mine? I would love to give you give, give me your number. So five. so my number five, uh, it's a movie that you probably love. Uh, I, I think it's okay. I just think it's not as great as everybody says it is. Pineapple Express. What? I just I, I I like. There's funny parts. Like it's an entertaining movie. I just I don't think it's as funny as everybody else does. I'm, okay. Well, I, okay. So coming from someone that has never smoked the marijuana yeah i know that fact it's a stoner it. movie i get but it you, you you've seen other movies that yeah half-baked uh also um grandma's boy was pretty much a stoner movie correct okay you know i i i enjoy a good stoner movie every now and then but i just i don't know there's something about pineapple express i i love i love seth rogan i love james, james franco i think they more, more but they both in that movie yeah yeah i just i don't know something about that movie just kind of annoyed me uh number four any of the Austin Powers, very quotable, like I said, very entertaining movies. I just, I, I don't know. It, it, the, after the first movie, it's like, it's kind of the same shit over and over and I over like again. the Hangover series. Yeah, it's pretty much the same fucking movie, again, with Beyonce in it. Now, however, one of you and I's, you, mine and yours favorite quotes came from the, was it Goldmember? Where he, he rolls the chair all the way across the room and gets right up in his face and goes, how, how about, about no? no? Like that, you know? I mean, it's a very quotable movie. I just think it's the same shit every movie. Uh, number three. Oh, fuck me then. My uh, number four. Oh, what's your number four? American Pie. Really? Yes, That's really. That's on this list, though, that we're going to talk about that. Okay. Is it? Yeah. I didn't read that far. Yeah, it's it's on this list. It's on my list. Now, I got to say, American the first two American Pies. I think are great. I think when it came out, it was cool. But then when I got older, I was like, "Man, this is garbage." Yeah, I mean, you know, there's it, it's just memorable is really all it is. And then American Wedding, it had its moments, but I think the only reason I really watched it was for Allison Hannigan. She's the fucking hotness. Anyway, uh, my number three was. <laughs> it's gonna make a lot of people mad. You ready for this? Elf. I don't think it's funny. I don't either. It's fucking annoying. I love anything. Will Ferrell. I'm I not one of those guys that's like, some people, I, I feel bad for people that genuinely go, 
Because, I don't think because Will I, funny. I have two Will Ferrell movies in this this list, Fair. but I think his movies that are good are fucking home runs. The ones that aren't, not so much. Uh, in my experience, I've seen a lot more women love the movie Elf. Yeah, it's just I don't know. I I've always found it like a kiddie movie, and it's and like his his character is just fucking annoying, man. All right, what's your what's your number three? Bridesmaids. Okay, I know we're supposed to be all about female driven lead roles. Uh, that was a that's a female that was, that was who else in that like I don't I don't think I ever saw it. Uh, that was a female version of the Hangover, kind of right. I think so. Yeah. Um, that was uh, Melissa McCarthy. She's funny to me. Yeah, she's. You okay. know, I'm not really. I can't help it. I just don't find women to be that funny usually. Yeah. She's one of the few that I think is absolutely hilarious. Yeah. She's like a Chris Farley. Yeah. Okay. Um, Catherine Kate or what's that <coughs> chick? Uh, Katie. Not Katie Heigl. Anyway, she's on Saturday, Saturday okay. Night Live. That's your number three. Yeah. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. So my number two was Napoleon Dynamite. We already talked about it. That's my number two. What's your number two? <laughs> Pitch Perfect. Not funny at all. Is that a is that a comedy? It movie? is a comedy. Is it? It absolutely is. It's exactly. See, I didn't know it was a comedy. It was. Huh. It is. I'll be damned. All right, my number one most overrated comedy movie of all time is, do you have any idea what it would be? Is this something that's going to piss me off? Probably. It's a Will Ferrell movie? <laughs> yes. Step Brothers. No, hell no. Okay. Step Brothers is fucking great. Talladega Nights, The Ballad of what? Ricky Bobby. Dude, it's just, it's it's got its quotes, it's got its moments. But the majority of it, honestly, I wanted to kick those fucking kids right in their fucking teeth. Like okay, being being a shithead kid is funny in a movie, but just being just straight up fucking disrespectful the entire fucking movie. That's just, another movie it, though. That, it made me want to assault children. That's another movie that a lot of people that are just you you know your friends that aren't funny at all. Yeah. Or the the kill the vibe or just a buzz kills. They quote that all the time. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's just I don't know. It, it it had its moments. It's got a good story to it, but I think. It, I understand doing, you know, selling yourself for a character, but it's just I, I don't I don't even like Will Ferrell in that movie, to be honest with you. So we're we're going uh, for this other list that we were talking about. Um, where the hell did it go? Oh, crap. Do you, do you have the list up there? Goliath. Yeah. Oh, the list you you uh, scalded me for. <laughs> yes, I have it right here. <laughs> here, I'm trying to pull it up again. Hang on. So uh, we're starting at number Goli- ten. Yeah, Goliath dot com put out uh, a while back the most under uh, the most overrated. Well, hang on, no, that was the most overrated. I gotta find uh, ten most extremely overrated comedies that just weren't that funny. Yeah. Now uh, it's a guy named Jim Halden. I'm assuming this guy uh, is, is super fun at parties. What happened to the fucking page, dude? I just fucking had it. So I have it. Don't worry. Um, number ten. Oh my god, bro. Did you get that cookie thing popping up and the ads and all that stuff no, like I did? Oh, hang on. Yeah, I read comedy movies. So I'm going to move things right along since Worm's <laughs> just being a complete dickhead. Okay, uh, here we go. I got it. Okay. So uh, the first one was a, a movie that I've never seen. I have. You've seen Trainwreck? I have. Anyway, is it a train wreck? It's uh, and what he, what the guy says made sense. We're 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 supposed. I hate Sarah Silverman to begin with. Uh, Not a fan. I'm a fan. She's she's right there with fucking the blonde headed chick with me. So this guy, I can automatically tell you what kind of guy he is. He's like, he's basically saying, we hate to put a female-driven, female-friendly comedy on this list, but it's just, shut up, just, it sucks because it sucks, but 
Um, Amy Schumer. Guess what, asshole? The fucking the female-driven fucking Ghostbusters movie sucked. Not because it was women, but because it just fucking sucked. Correct. Chris Hemsworth couldn't save it. But no, Bill Hader has a really good uh, part in that. LeBron James is in it. It's just, dude, it's just not a good movie. No, it's really not. And surprise, surprise, guess what comes in at number nine? Napoleon Dynamite. Yes, it does. We do agree. We we all agree on that one. However, number eight, I do not agree with. I think this movie is fucking hilarious. I like that universe of movies this belongs to. Yeah. Get him to the Greek. Now, I'm not a huge. I'm not what's uh, Russell Brand. I'm not a huge Russell Brand fan. Big Brand fan. But I liked him in Forgetting Sarah Marshall and Get Him to the Greek, which he plays the same guy in this. I like movie. how they it's, yeah they cross over. Yeah. Now uh, uh, Zach play I'm uh, Zach Jesus Christ. What's his name? Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill. Yeah. He he plays a uh, he works at a, at a record label yeah. and he's going out and trying to find new bands. Well, apparently Russell Brand's band, which is a real band, mind you, Infant Sorrow is a real band. You can play their music on jukebox. Yeah, and uh, so he, he's trying to get this band to make a comeback. It's his favorite band ever, and and Russell Brand just wants to do drugs the entire time. It's a hilarious fucking movie, and cross country kind of movie. Like, yeah, you got to get them there, and it's a lot of it's a lot of heartfelt L- moments too. Lot, lots of drugs, lots of sex, lots of alcohol. It's just it's one of those movies that you that I th- okay. So let let's see what he had to say. about What's it. your favorite Infant Sorrow uh, <clears throat> song? Um, probably inside of you. Inside of you. Yeah. So he he says, uh, "What was what's this guy's name again?" Jim Halden. Jim Halden. What a dumb fucking last name. All right, we loved forgetting Sarah Marshall as much as anyone. We think it's one of the best best Judd Apatow produced uh, comedies, if not the best. Yet we were surprised to hear that Russell Brand's leather clad Lothario uh, Lothario Aldous Snow would be receiving a spinoff film of his own titled "Get Him to the Greek." It just seemed so unnecessary here let, let me read it in his voice it just seems so unnecessary sure brand's character was funny but was he really worthy of an entire film dedicated to his antics yes he fucking was as we found out after seeing the film the answer was no get him to the greek which also stars jonah hill and rose byrne was very much an unnecessary film and despite the fact that it had the modest critical and commercial success we still don't see the need for a movie that's all about how ridiculous brand can act before his charm dissipates not even p diddy could save this one I gotta fucking say, P. Diddy was a star of this fucking movie. This Jim guy is apparently he he tried to hit on Russell Brand, and Russell Brand told him, "No, I'm not into guys." I liked Russell Brand a lot in that movie. I did, I did too. But P. Diddy's character was fucking great. Go yeah, watch, but, get him to the Greek. Fuck with this Jim guy. Thanks. Yeah. Number seven. Okay, I kind of get it, but the first two movies were hilarious. Correct. Scary movie. Uh, I, I thought the first two were good. The third one was man, and, it, and dude, they just did. They, they, there's been more scary movies than there has been Fast and Furious. They had movies. like superhero movie and yeah. then like Mocking Jay movie. Teen movie, not yeah. another teen movie. Then they did uh, they did like a uh, uh, the end of the world movie. Mm-hmm. Like it just went way too far. So I definitely agree with uh, number seven. Number six, I agree with too. Elf. I just I think it's dumb. I don't agree with number five. Number five to me was a great fucking movie. And it had a it had a you know a nice All-star lesson to cast. it as well. All star cast knocked up. While 2005's The Forty Year Old Virgin was the first film, and it, uh, Judd and his crew of comedy actors, most of whom were household names, Seth Rogen, Jason Segel, Paul Rudd, Steve Carell, among others, 
It was Knocked Up that really sent the comedy team into the upper stratosphere. Commercial and critical smash Knocked Up introduced the world to its most lovable man-child, Rogan, and put him in the awkward position of raising a child with Catherine Heagle. By the way, she is super. Oh, in that movie, she was a, an absolute absolutely. smoke show. Absolutely. Now, i got to ask you, uh, so are you a Seth Rogen guy? Yeah, absolutely. A lot of people aren't. See, I... I I think it's I think it's cool that that he's you know such a cool guy, but I kind of I, I like the roles that he plays in every one of his movies because he plays the same fucking guy in every movie. I kind of wish he would branch out a little bit. I, I I've, okay, I have a movie for you. Okay, um, you won't you won't like it. Never mind. It's it's based in like nineteen twenties, nineteen forties, something like that. It's something something about a pickle. Yeah, the pickle man or the yeah something I, like that. I watched, I watched and he play, like, yeah. it's, it's like a twin. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's not that bad. It's an awesome but I, movie. Like, I want to see him do like a, like a serious movie. That was pretty... It was, yeah. It was, it was, it was a comedy. Funny, it was funny, though. You saw it. Well. Wow. Yeah, yeah I, saw, I saw like a... Like, wasn't it like a series? No, it was a movie. Okay. Well, I, I think I saw like half of it. Huh. Yeah. I, I saw it on there. I was like, oh, this, was, this was, it looks interesting. It says, while we're not here to suggest that Knocked Up isn't a good movie, it's still very funny. We're going to suggest there's far better comedies. <laughs> Dude, shut up. What an idiot. Number four, I agree with Austin Powers, the International Man of Mystery. Uh, I do not agree with number three. Three, two, and one. Yeah, I do not agree with number three at all. Meet the Fockers, I thought, was a a, a genius movie. The, that that whole series was just a genius movie. We're running out of time here, so I'm kind of... Oh, dude, fuck this gym guy. I yeah. just saw number, number two. two. Yeah. The Water Boy? Well, we find Adam Sandler to be a bit like McDonald's, consumed in mild doses on infrequent occasions. He's generally not harmful and can be even mildly enjoyable given the right mood. That said, if Adam Sandler is McDonald's, then the water boy is his quadruple, quadruple Big Mac. Mac. It's too much of something unpleasant all at once. The story of a mild-mannered water boy who eventually earns a role on a down-and-out football squad after his hidden anger reveals a startling tackling ability. The water boy is a painful endeavor that sees Sandler stutter his way through 90-odd minutes of Southern jokes while somehow managing to squander the talents of both Kathy Bates and Henry Winkler. Yeah, it's that bad. And some people like this movie. Let me just say this Jim guy is a fucking idiot. Oh, my God. Number one, though. Yeah. He's saying the number one most overrated comedy movie. Is the Hangover? Are you kidding me? Here's what he said about it. You might not know this, but the Hangover remains the fourth highest-grossing R-rated film of all time. In fact, it made more money at the box office than stalwarts like Saving Private Ryan, The Exorcist, Gladiator, and Wedding Crashers. How you might ask? Nobody is quite sure. No, I'm very sure because it was a great, gripping fucking movie. While The Hangover is most definitely a funny movie, carried mostly by Zach Galifianakis, Bradley Cooper, and Ed Helms, it isn't the comedy juggernaut that is critical and commercial reputation might need to believe. It's funny, but it's not that funny. Tossing the fact that the film sequel is almost a direct remake, except in Bangkok. It's easy to see why this movie falls solidly in the overrated category. I'd love to see this guy's underrated list. Actually, you know what? I, I don't want to read anything this, this guy This sounds ever. like a furry. What an asshole. <laughs> like, like, you want to call him a dumbass, but then you're like, Dude, you said that Waterboy was the second most overrated song, uh, overrated movie, of, a funny movie of all time. He sounds prissy. Get the fuck out of here. Anyway, <coughs> what's this guy's name again? Jim Halden. If anybody knows Jim Halden that works for Goliath.com, tell him uh, you, that Live, Laugh, Lollygag pod- podcast wants to have him on the show just so we can fucking ridicule his stupid fucking list. Anyways, you guys have a great night. Uh, if you want some merch, all you got to do is go right now to uh, to uh, TwinCityDesigns.com slash Lala Gear. You guys be good. We'll catch you later. Kay, let's go ahead and say bye. Bye.